Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I'm coming for all of you! Right now there's a 15-year-old sophomore in high school who has no idea they're studying nursing just so they can wipe my ass in 17 years. I'm 50 and single. That's a fantastic combination. I'm going to spend my golden years dating a handful of spit and a jug of Astroglide. Hey, what's happening? I'm Schmidt, 40-year-old boy podcast. Folks, I tried. I really did. First of all, I'm late and I apologize for being late. I don't know why I apologize to you guys. I'm sure you're not thinking to yourselves, oh, what a dick. Um, but just in case you are, I apologize to you because why not? You deserve it. Your fans, your friends, your listeners. You come in, you expect me on a Thursday morning. Here we are on a Friday. This has happened more than a few times on year 10. Uh, year 10 has been kind of a coin flip, folks. I'm not going to lie to you. It's been kind of a uh, kind of scotty, upside down kind of a year. Uh, because my brain is all fucking flipped and upside down and all sorts of, it's upside down. The more you turn me. Hi, Diana Ross. How you doing? That sounded like a weird lounge singer version of it. Upside down. Hey, the more you turn me. Um, so yesterday I talked on Facebook. I did a thing where I was live on Facebook. I had my phone. I talked to, uh, up, upwards of 35 people at once, folks. That's how I like to entertain people when they're on the phone and looking at me. I like only, I, I, cause I closed it. I said, you know what? I don't want any more than 35 people in here. I couldn't possibly entertain that many more at once. Um, he says now to this show, which goes out globally. Although, uh, not shockingly, <laughs> there are 35 people listening right now. The same 35 people who tuned in to me on Facebook are listening to me right fucking now. Uh, and I told those people, they go, there will be a show on Friday morning. It's coming. It's going to be there. And I did try. I sat down and stuff, but my, my, I just, folks, I'm, I'm fucking, uh, I, I, I don't have any personal experiences to share with you this week. And I could just talk and turn the bees loose like I did last week and the week before. And there's nothing wrong with that. I love doing that. But, uh, but I'm fucking mad this week. Like I'm, I'm ready. I'm just in a bad fucking headspace. And the thing is, you're in a bad headspace. We're all in a bad headspace. All you got to do is turn on the news and you immediately become in a bad headspace. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the news. Turn on entertainment, turn on entertainment news. If you will, I just found out they greenlit the new Roseanne show without Roseanne and they're calling it the Connors and, uh, fuck you, you money grabbing cocksuckers. How about that? I mean, the whole thing, you built it up around this fucking fathead racist chick and then uh, she takes a powder and now you're going to just fucking, what, j- just shun her aside? Which is fine. We should shun her aside. But uh, but you guys are just rolling in your goddamn blood money because it was her name on the fucking thing. Uh, although I guess, you know what, if Hitler had a show and uh, and it was a success and then he turned into Hitler, like pre-Hitler, before he was Hitler, he was a painter. We can talk about that. He was a, He was a painter. And what if he had like a gallery showing and everybody loved his fucking paintings and then 
Well, you know, he went a little bananas and fucking Poland fell. And then he's like, hey, I'm going to go kick these guys' ass. And then he <laughs> invents the SS. And then uh, people are like, you know what? Uh, we don't care for this art show so much anymore. Uh, but then they throw all of his paintings out and they keep the rest of the stuff in the museum, I suppose. This is an analogy that worked in my brain a second ago and then went completely to hell. Uh, but I, I'm just, there's nothing good right now in the world, is there? And the thing is, here's my dilemma. I, I would love to rampage and rant on it. No, that's not even a uh, bullshit. I would, I don't want to, I would not love to do that. Uh, that's what's in my brain. That's the thing I, that I'm right now conditioned to talk about. But the thing is, um, you can't, you can't possibly want to hear that. You hear it because, but also this is me putting my judgmental self in, in the way and thinking if you're, I, that you might be as sick of these fucking things as I am. Uh, cause I'm sick of it, folks. I'm fucking sick. Of, of all of it. I'm sick of, I, I, you know what the thing is? I'm sick of caring. That's the fucking thing. And this is the thing. You've heard this show from me this year. You've heard me go on and on about this this fucking year. You've heard me talk about this. And that's why I just think I'm fucking repeating myself when I come in here and I bitch and I moan about the fucking world and I talk about how I don't want to care because I don't. I don't want to care. Literally, I, I saw some article today and it was something about how uh, the U.S. policy in Honduras is what led to kids being in cages in this country. Dude, I don't want to fucking hear about Honduras. I don't want to know one goddamn thing about Honduras. I don't want to know about policy in Honduras. I don't want to know about Honduran food, Honduran American Idol, Honduran Survivor, Honduras Got Talent. I don't want to fucking know anything about that fucking country. I, I'm out. I don't, I don't have any interest in Honduras not right now. If you're Honduran, good for you. I'm not casting aspersions on you or your country. Eventually, perhaps I'll get around to caring about Honduras. But right now, no. No, I don't want to. I, I, I don't want to learn. I don't want to care. I don't want to care about the fucking world. I've, uh... And that's the problem, man. I find myself caring about shit that doesn't mean anything to me. It doesn't mean anything. I, you know, look, we're gathering people up at the border and we're throwing them in cages. And I, and, and again, it's a, a melange. All the news just comes at you flying so fast and then it's gone in an hour. Like uh, today, Melania Trump wore a fucking jacket that said, I don't care. And everybody's like, oh my God, I can't believe this cunt wore a jacket that said, I don't care. And everybody freaked the fuck out. And I get that because you know what? How the fuck are you wearing a jacket that says, I don't care, you trolling fucking wench? What are you doing? But at the same fucking time, um... I, I don't care either. So I, I should buy that jacket, I guess is what I'm thinking. So then everybody breaks it down. They're like, oh man, I wonder what's going on with that jacket. Cause that jacket is $39. And you know, the company that made that jacket, they also made some other stuff for the alt-right. And you know, the thing is, there's no way Milani wears that jacket because it was really warm in Washington, D.C. and in Pittsburgh. I'm like, what the fuck? Why are we breaking down the weather to break out her fucking, uh, her motivations for wearing that stupid fucking jacket? There's no doubt she wore that jacket to be a fucking cunt. That's it. She just wanted to be a jagoff. She wore that jacket to be mean. That's it. There's no way that she ever went, you know what? I'm going to get some fucking discount bargain rag that says I don't care on it because it's going to be fun because I want to stay warm in 75 degree humid weather. No fucking way. She's all Slovenian, man. She's she's got she's sneaky. All those Slovenians are sneaky. Certainly not as sneaky as the Hondurans. How mean is that? Look, you're Honduran and I love you. You're a terrific person and I don't want to even fucking cast aspersions on you again. As I've mentioned earlier, I love all peoples equally, even the sneaky Slovenians wearing their I don't care fucking jackets. Uh, but I'm hearing about kids in cages. I'm hearing about they lost 2,500 kids and then they're taking kids away. And it's just, it's just, there's no, how do you make that funny? And then I thought to myself, well, you know, the thing is she made that jacket uh, or she wore that jacket and uh, th that's, uh, we haven't seen these kids in a while. I, I have a feeling maybe those kids made that jacket. Maybe they just got like a fucking Trump sweatshop because he's that dude. He had Trump steaks. He had Trump everything else. Maybe he's making Trump. I don't fucking care jackets. And she was just modeling it, trying to see if anybody would catch on and they'd love it. Uh, and they just put these kids in cages and they got them sewing. 
like monkeys in front of a typewriter trying to write fucking the art of the deal. God damn it, what a mess this country's become. And that's the thing is, do you really want me to, to, to talk about it? I don't think you do. I don't, because I was going to warn you up top and I go, look, this is a short show. Uh, I'm going to warn you that it's not going to be funny. I was going to warn you about a fucking million different things. Uh, because I just, I just don't want, I don't want to fucking care. I mean, I'm reading, I'm reading these stories and this is why, I, and this is why I'm frustrated. I don't, because I, I go onto the minefield of social media and I fucking wind up in there. And the people that I went to school with, that I grew up with, people that I know are, are actually, and look, I don't even want to make this about fucking Trump. It's, it's just, dude, they're putting kids in cages. Kids are in cages. Kids, kids, children, small, tiny, little. Little tiny babies who like dowels and, and, and ground up apple food in a jar. Babies. Infants. Um, you know what they are? Human puppies. Imagine that. If you want to go ahead and go this route, they are human puppies. If you if you like puppies, think of children as human puppies. And they're locking these motherfuckers in cages. In cages. And then I have to see people going, well, you know, if their parents hadn't broken the law, they wouldn't come over to here and blah, blah. And, and you know what? Just jump off of a fucking cliff and land on a pile of fucking stalactites or stalagmites or whatever the fuck is sticking up. So you get fucking impaled. Just jump on a pointy fence. You fuck. How dare you? <laughs> and I hate being the guy who says, how dare you? Cause that happened the other day. Fucking Corey Lewandowski, who is, just, he's a thumb who works for Trump. He's just a fucking jag off. He's like, uh, uh, have you ever watched uh, fucking gangs in New York? He's essentially the fucking, like the John C. Riley, the ineffective cop who just goes ahead and fucking does the dirty work for fucking uh, uh, Trump as Bill the Butcher. But, and I don't want to even make Trump as cool as Bill the Butcher. Trump's just a fucking fop. Trump's just a goddamn idiot. Uh, and, and I know you don't care to hear this from me because you're like, some of you like him and that's fine. But holy fuck, this guy is just a, a fucking whoopee cushion with a wig on. What a fucking mess this guy is. And yet... And yet, the worst people work for him. Corey Lewandowski winds up at CNN. They go to interview him. They talk to him. And, and some dude is there and he's like, I understand they, uh, they're, they're actually arguing. They're there to debate kids in cages, which I, it, again, at that point, we've lost. We've, we've officially fucking lost as a country, as a nation, as a group, as a people, as a race, as a creed, as a species. If you're sitting there and arguing about kids in cages, delineating between, well, you know, because uh, I saw Jeff Sessions, too. He's on a fucking interview show, and he's like, you know, they're trying to compare this to the Holocaust, and there's nothing like the Holocaust, because when the Nazis, they they wanted to try to get the Jews, they were trying to keep them in the country, and we're trying to get them out of the country. You motherfucker, if you're delineating between us and the Holocaust, and you're actually looking for, like, niggling points to try to make your fucking point about why this isn't the Holocaust, if you're even in that argument, you've lost. You Just just get, throw in your fucking pointy hood and throw in your white fucking robe. You've lost the argument. If you're, if you're debating us versus the Holocaust on little fucking niggling terms, well, see, here's the thing. We, th- theirs was a Holocaust... Ours is a holocaust. See, it's, it's all in the U. You lose a vowel, everything seems to be fine. He's like, you know who we are? We're, we're fucking John Amos in Coming to America. We're, we're the McDowells of the Holocaust. How fucking terrible is that? We're trying to make, yeah, they got the Big Mac. We've got the Big Mick. You know, they had Auschwitz. We've got Mauschwitz. Well, isn't that a comic book, sir? Shut up, please. Like fucking Sessions doesn't care. He just steals Mauschwitz. Uh, or no, Mouse is a comic book. Maybe he can combine the two into Mauschwitz. Uh, folks, I don't write this down. It just comes flying out of my fucking head. So give me a fucking break because I'm mad. I'm fucking furious. So they put these idiots on the news and they still talk to him. That's the thing is they still talk to him. Uh, Corey Lewandowski, again, he is just, he is a human blackjack. That's all he is. He's a fucking, he's a pair of brass knuckles in a suit. That's all this motherfucker is. He's one of those dudes who would be a strike breaker. 
if you ever watched an old movie, he'd be one of the guys who showed up at the docks with a fucking stick and hit union men for not getting back to work on time. He's just a fucking pill. And he comes on there and he's arguing with another guy who apparently is a Democratic strategist. And this Democratic strategist is all somber and he just goes, yes, well, uh, unfortunately, it, uh, I heard today of a 10-year-old girl with Down syndrome who was separated from her mother. And Corey Lewandowski goes, wah, wah, what? Are you fucking serious? Like, if if I wasn't so consumed with rage and hate, I would actually think that that was fucking funny. Like, I mean, to the to the point where you're just like, you... You you just you're just auditioning to be the worst person alive. You and and my favorite part is the fucking Democratic dude who essentially. By the way, I got to tell you that dude, uh, he was not the best guy to have there in this moment because he was just uh, he got the vapors immediately and he's like oh oh clutched his pearls. He was you know who he is. He's a human handkerchief wave like you're in the fucking 1800s and like Oscar Wilde would go woo and wave his fucking handkerchief to flag down a goddamn horse and carriage. That's who this Democratic guy was because Corey that's the. And that's the real problem here, man. These guys don't mind being thugs. These guys don't mean, mind being assholes. They don't mind being fucking jagoffs because they're just fully convinced of the fact that it's not even that they're right. It's that no one will stop them. That's the thing. They don't fucking care. So they just come forward like a bulldozer. They just fucking keep coming and they say a bunch of shit. I'd say more of a steamroller than a bulldozer. And they just, you know, wah, wah, you want. And then the fucking Democratic guy goes, oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he goes, did you just want, want a 10 year old with down syndrome being taken from her mother? And, uh, and Corey Lewandowski's why, well, what I did was I, and he starts to fucking explain it. Cause he's a dumb fuck. He's literally, he's just, he's an evil mustache. That's all he is. He's a mustache Pete. That's what he is. He's one of the mustache Pete's from the locals who fucking comes in and breaks everybody's head in at the union. Like I said, and then the fucking democratic guy, instead of just going, cause again, this is what he does. He just goes, how dare you, sir? How absolutely dare you? I can't believe you would say that about a down syndrome child. How absolutely. I'm just, I'm furious at you now. I'm bowling up my tiny fists and I'm clutching my pearls and oh, I may cough up my arugula salad. It's like, dude, you you got to meet these guys with aggression. You got to meet these guys with their bullshit. You can't, you can't fucking, you got to bare knuckle these motherfuckers now. You can't sit there and pretend you're a ghast. Nobody cares about a ghast. I do. I wrote this on Twitter a fucking couple weeks ago. I'm like, cause people will write, they'll write something that this administration does and they'll write, wow, with like an exclamation point or even a period or whoa, whoa with a period. And it literally, it's always something like this. Whoa. I can't believe they're forcing these children to dig their own graves and then shooting them in the head. It's like, well, that's, first of all, woe doesn't say it. But second of all, uh, you w- w- does anything they do surprise you anymore? Does anything they do, this fucking administration, they make a bunch of shit up. The next day people get mad. Then uh, then Wednesday they lie about it. Then Thursday they lie about it. Then Friday they just say that they're uh, changing it because they thought it was a good idea and they're saving the world from uh, tyranny. And, and, and they get away with it. They fucking get away with it. And that's astonishing. Uh, but in reality, it's like when you know, Chuck Schumer and these fucking and Nancy Pelosi and they're just like, they, they, it, it's as ineffectual as like, I keep waiting for Nancy Pelosi to do, they always, do, they, their, their responses are so tin ear. It's, you know what it's like? It's like if a bunch of rowdy fucking teenagers invaded your house and then you were like, uh, you kids better get out of here. I'm going to call all of your parents. That's the Democrats. The Democrats are the ones who are going, I'm going to call your parents if you don't leave. Meanwhile, the Republicans are marauding your mansion and stealing your fucking diamonds. You just, you got to meet aggression with bucket aggression. And I'm not saying you got to gun these motherfuckers down, but instead of going, how dare you, sir? How dare you? How, how, how dare you? Cause here's, here's their fucking trick. And we talked about it before. 
<laughs> I've done this show how many times this year? You've got to be sick of it by now, right? Because even when I started this in the beginning, when I gave you the whole fucking speech where I'm just like, you know what? I tried, folks. Because uh, I did. I did. I tried to talk and I keep going, well, I can't fucking venture into this because nobody wants to hear this fucking bullshit. Uh, but in reality, maybe you do. I don't fucking know because I was going to put in a rerun. I found a cool ass rerun and I was going to go ahead and throw that in here. And I was going to be like, everybody's going to be happy because remember when we were nice and everything was fine and I told stories. But instead, uh, I just I just got to fucking talk downhill right now anyway. And we'll see how it fucking goes. Because if, if I was going to say this short is good show short and not funny um but you got it here's because the, the, they goad you they goad you into bullshit all right today with melania's fucking jacket everybody freaked out about the fucking jacket and then all of a sudden her spokesman is like uh excuse me uh it's it's just a jacket all right uh she why why are we going to talk about a jacket and distract from the fact that melania cares so much about children that she went and visited them once uh and then he hashtagged it it's only a jacket he invented a fucking hashtag. They had this whole fucking thing planned. And I hate to be that guy who's like, this is three-dimensional chess, man. But it's not It's not that they had it planned. It's just that they know how the war is being fought now. It's being fought with memes and fucking hashtags. So they can get a hashtag out there, and then all of their bots fucking seize it and start chanting, it's only a jacket, it's only a jacket, it's only a jacket, it's only a jacket. Yeah, I understand that, but it said I don't care. It's only a jacket, it's only a jacket. So you're telling me she wore a $39 jacket. This fucking woman wouldn't get out of bed for $5,000, but she wore a $39 jacket from some knockoff Nazi shack to a fucking, to meet kids. That's the thing. Not even the fucking jacket. It said, I don't care, do you? And she's going to meet the fucking kids. Kids who are trapped in cages. Do you think that sends a good fucking message? It's only a jacket, it's only a jacket, it's only a jacket. They just fucking repeat their bullshit over and over and it's just like how the fuck do we get out of this how do we get out of this fucking loop we can't we can't because then if you get vulgar if you get angry if you really get angry because that's the whole point is it's all the fucking you can't be mad bro hey you mad bro hug you mad online bro (laughs) yeah i'm fucking mad we all should be fucking mad everyone should be fucking mad but you can't get mad because then you do something like where samantha b calls ivanka a cunt and they talk about it for two fucking days they get to play the Democrat on the news from Corey Lewandowski. They go, oh, I can't. How dare she use that kind of language to the first daughter? I just, I demand an apology. Please apologize. I demand an apology. They pulled this shit two days ago with Peter Fonda. Peter Fonda wrote some fucking tweet. First of all, turn your caps button off, Fonda. What the fuck is your problem, easy rider? Jesus Christ. If you're going to type some shit, type some shit. And you'll probably, you know, and again, I just, I, I know I'm telling people to yell, but you don't yell with the typing because then it just fucking hurts your eyes. If you want to yell like a yeller, go ahead and yell. But if you're just going to fucking type some crazy shit, just fucking, you know, tone it down. Lose the caps. Peter Fonda, he finally, but again, I can't fucking fault him because I'm yelling. Uh, He fucking finally got tired of seeing kids in cages. He's like, yeah, you know, kids in cages, that's a fucking drag. And so he gets to Twitter and he's like, hey, man, what if we ripped Baron from fucking Melania's arms and we threw him in a cage with a pedophile? What the fuck would happen then, man? And what happens? Everybody gets to go, oh, I can't believe it. These elitist liberals. Oh, my God. I can't believe Hollywood. They're so crazy. This Kathy Griffin and this Samantha Bee and this Peter Fonda, they're out of control. He wants to throw Baron in with a pedophile. No, he doesn't. He doesn't really. He doesn't fucking want to. He's not advocating that. But it doesn't matter because Melania called the secret fucking service and turned them loose on Peter Fonda. And then even better is every fucking idiot on Twitter who fucking supports these assholes was just like, oh man, fucking Peter Fonda. But you know, you guys went after Roseanne. Why don't you go after Peter Fonda with the same fucking ferv and vigor? Uh, I don't know because Peter Fonda hasn't worked in 75 fucking years. Literally, he, he and Dennis Hopper got on motorcycles, drove into the desert and you never saw them again. Until he got like some courtesy fucking uh, Oscar nomination two years ago for some bullshit just because of his last fucking name. I don't even know what the movie was. They're like, what's that, a Fonda? Well, we need a fifth guy. Throw him in there for fuck's sake. Jane didn't make a movie this year. We got to give some legend in here. Um, but but this is what this is the game they play. They, they, they fucking they pretend that the language bothers them. Oh, I can't believe you'd say that. This is the tolerant left. Fuck the tolerant left. 
Fuck the tolerant anybody. Fuck the tolerant right. This is incorrect. This is wrong. This is something you shouldn't be doing. You're putting kids in fucking cages. That's three exclamation points right there, folks. I banged the fucking desk three times, and I don't want to work. I just want to bang on the desk all day. Fuck me. Fuck. And this is what I didn't want to do. This is what I didn't want to do, but they got kids in fucking cages. But that's the thing. Here's what you should do. When Corey Lewandowski on that fucking news show, and he's like, uh, wah, wah. Uh, hey, I don't know if you heard this, but we've got a, a bunch of uh, children who are mentally disabled, and uh, they had their fingers cut off by the propellers uh, used in the helicopters to take them to their new fucking cage house. And uh, and he just goes, wah, wah, bah, bah, poor whiny babies, wah. And you know what you need to do to those guys? You need to go to Lewandowski, and you just need to go, hey, you fucking cocksucker. Who the fuck are you? Why have you no compassion? And who the fuck do you think you are to get to fucking talk like that? And then immediately Lewandowski will go, I, I can't believe you talked to me. Look at you, real tolerant, the tolerant left. You want to have a real discussion here or you don't? No, I don't want to have a real discussion about kids in fucking cages. There's no discussion to have. There's none. None. Well, Obama did it. Fuck you. Well, this is from 20 years ago. Fuck you. Well, it's the Flores Act. Fuck you. Well, Honduras, fuck you, man. Kids in fucking cages. And that's, I, that's right. I went K with a Y in the middle, jizz. J-I-Z-Z. <laughs> and the thing is, I don't want to care about this shit. I fucking don't want to know about Honduras. I don't even want to know Corey Lewandowski's fucking name. I don't want to know this Democratic strategist. I don't want to see any of this bullshit. I don't want to see Rachel Maddow crying on the fucking news and have to question in my head whether she's really sad or she's doing it for fucking ratings because I don't trust any of these motherfuckers anymore. I don't. I know she read it and she's sad and everybody loves Rachel Maddow. And look, I like Rachel Maddow too. I respect her. I think she's a, a very brilliant person. I think she's very smart, and because of her being smart, I think it wouldn't be against or uh, beneath her to, uh, to, she's a TV person, first of all, and and most of all, uh, no, she's a person, I guess, but I just, I can't, (sighs) fuck, I saw the clip, Uh, I genuinely think she was taken away by emotion, but at the same fucking time, uh, then the next day on Twitter, Rachel Maddow tweets, uh, we have some shocking new revelations about another Trump administration official who's involved in this transporting kids and taking them away from their families. We'll show you tonight at six. Oh, so yesterday you're in tears and today you're throwing me a tease about some really important shit that I should fucking tune in for. Uh, I, I just I, it's an, it's an ugly industry. Okay, I, I'm sure she was crying. I'm sure she was sad. I'm sure she had real fucking emotions. That's fine. But then the very next day, you got to fall right back into hustle mode. You got to fall right back into selling it. And it is all pro fucking wrestling, all of it, all of the coverage. And I still get sucked into it. I get sucked into Twitter and I get sucked into all of this bullshit. And I don't know fucking why I don't care. I don't want to care. Can I just watch guys make knives and people make pies and just live my fucking life? No, I can't. I can't because I go to Facebook or I go to fucking Twitter. I go wherever the fuck. And it's just, it's just the roaches. Everybody comes the fuck out. And and it's, it's just, I, I just don't. I, I got to see people I went to school with, people I grew up with on fucking Twitter. And I said, like I said, negotiating it. Yeah, well, yeah, it's the law, man. You know, These people are coming in and stealing our fucking job. Nobody's stealing your fucking job. You haven't left Bolingbrook, you fuck. You, you telling me there's been a wave of Hondurans who've swept into Bolingbrook and stolen your jobs at the fucking Portillo's and the Wizard? Get the fuck out of here, man. Nobody stole your job at the arcade. Nobody went to Sundancers and stole your, short, your fry cook job, you fuck. Nobody went to the fucking burrito house or McDonald's or the high school and stole a job that you would have fucking had. Jesus fuck. And, and if they did, get the fuck out of your hometown. 
fucking leave. I am shocked. I, I got to be honest with you, man. I, I became friends with people on Facebook that are friends or whatever the fuck or people I knew in school. And and I'm, this is this is a careful estimate because fucking Mex and I will talk about all the goddamn time. I'm going to say 70% of, of the people I grew up with are small-minded racists. Like, like just... They, they're Trump people, and I'm not saying all Trump people are racist. I'm saying these people are specifically, they'll put up memes, they'll put up, they'll, they'll fucking come in and bitch and fight about anything. And I told you, I got my buddy Eric, and he's always like, uh, well, I, you know, I think Obama was a good president. And there'll be 250 comments from people talking about Pizzagate and Benghazi and all that fucking poison pill garbage that people have been swallowing. And I'm just like, Jesus fucking Christ, can we just, can we somehow just get Fox News off? If it could go dark, like show maybe three times a week or something. I mean, it's, it's ruining everything. It's poisoning fucking people. You know what else is CNN? You know what else is MSNBC? All of the fucking coverage. Cause again, like I just said, it's all fucking pro wrestling. It's somersaults and high dives and fucking, and everybody's getting put through a table. And it's just like, how dare you, sir? Fuck. How dare you? Fuck. And again, two days later, Lewandowski's on fucking Chris Cuomo's got Lewandowski on a CNN show. And he's asking him more shit. Why? You, you know what they're going to say. Kellyanne Conway is on. You're talking to that fucking chick. <laughs> Why? And again, I told you that there's something a little weirdly hot about her. I would absolutely fucking rail her. I know that. It seems fucking bad to say. Same thing with Sarah Palin. I told you I would just fucking go to work on Sarah Palin. That'd be fine with me. Um, but at the same time, it's just like, God damn, I, I can't, uh, I, I can't, I don't know why you keep bringing these people on to fucking talk to them. Why are you dragging them out? And all these fucking, like, Sebastian Gorka. You ever seen Sebastian Gorka, that fucking dude? He's just, he's like an extra from Red Dawn. He comes out and he's got a fucking, like, a size eight and a half head. And he's, uh, what's he call himself, the heat, the heater, or the the Terminator? He's fucking got a nickname for himself. He's like every bad fucking cliche you would see. You ever see those dudes who try to teach karate, but they pretend like it's mind karate? So they got all the guys in their dojo coming at him, and they give him a hard look, and the guy falls down and clutches his shoulder like you hurt him with a fucking stare? That's who Sebastian Gorka is. So one of those guys who gave himself a fucking code name who drives around in a fucking Miata with the fucking top down like he's somebody. Get the fuck out of here, Seb Gorka. And then they bring him on all the fucking time. Gingrich, how the fuck is that guy still alive? When are these guys going to start dying? Please help me. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I, I've been told, hey, look, I know we're, we're making great advancements in medicine, but it was our advancements only to keep these old white fossils alive so they can continue to destroy the fucking planet? Is that what it is? Because Jesus fucking Christ. And look, and again, I like I said, I know you don't want to fucking hear me talk about this. Nobody wants to hear me fucking talk about this. I get it because you hear it all the fucking time from everybody else. But this is what's in my brain. This is, what was in my, this is why there was no show yesterday because I sat down to do it. And I'm like, fuck, I can't. I should maybe. But then but the only thing I want to talk about is this. And then fuck, I just, oh, man, kids are being fucking drugged. Kids are being drugged and beaten and handcuffed and sexually assaulted. And I got people telling me, well, you know, the thing is they hadn't tried to get into this country that, you know, as if, as if that's all those things should happen. It's, that's the same people who think it's funny that a guy's going to get raped in prison. Do you know how fucking awful that is? The specter of that probably hanging over your head every fucking minute you're in jail, whether you fucking sold a joint or you did securities fraud or you murdered 10 fucking people. You know, you got to get into fucking prison and immediately get a swastika tattoo and get fucking punked out by sh- fucking Schillinger to, to make sure you don't get fucking raped. I mean, it's just, it's just. Can't you put yourself in these people's positions? Can't you say to yourself, oh, man, this sucks. Oh, man, that would be terrible. You know, I mean, can't you have any empathy at all for these kids being torn apart from their fucking families? How about these adults? Because, again, everybody, you know, the language they use is what tricks people. They fucking they say these illegal immigrants are coming to infest our country and become MS-13. No, that's little Pablo. He's six. 
He's not MS-13. He's OH-6. <laughs> he's O-N-L-Y-6. That's what he is. He's not MS-13 at all. He's a little boy who wants to come here and watch Barney and then whatever the fuck else kids watch these days. Thomas the Tank Engine, he wants to read and learn. He wants to learn English. And you know what? Maybe he grows up to be a fruit picker. Or maybe he grows up to be a fucking lawyer. Or maybe he grows up to love this country because they gave him a second or a third or a fourth fucking chance. And he didn't get his head cut off by a drug dealer in fucking Peru. I was going to say Peru. I think it said Brew. Peru. Brew. He's in Brew. That dude, they just fucking stuck over the border from Brew. Do you know what kind of a long walk that is? Dude, Brew is so far away. But you judge these kids. You're just like, oh, yeah, no, they uh, did. But kids are being drugged. Yeah, well, they shouldn't have come over here. Well, kids are being sexually assaulted. Yeah, well, they shouldn't have come over here. Fuck you, man. Sometimes you got to say fuck the law. Sometimes you have to have compassion because the law is being used in a way to hurt people. This is fucking terrible. And you don't want to hear me whine about it. You don't want to hear me fucking run downhill about this fucking garbage because you hear it all the fucking time. You watch it on the news. You you suck it in on Facebook. You suck it in on Twitter. I get it. It's poison. This is all fucking poison. And I'm vomiting it out all over you right now. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm, I'm just fucking, I, I, I'm, if you saw Deadpool, I'm the fucking, uh, I, I don't even know who it was with Starscream. Who the fuck vomited uh, like blood or, 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 or acid? One of those guys, one of the heroes did. And I just, and I'm him. I'm vomiting acid into your fucking ears right now because I just, I can't believe it. I can't believe that I see people that I knew, people that I ate lunch with as a kid, played dodgeball with and fucked around with and had fun. Um, I can't see them saying, fuck these kids and these kids in cages. Kids are being drugged. Yeah, well, they shouldn't have come over here. Jesus fucking Christ. You're kidding. You're kidding, right? They say they're infesting the country. That's language. That just makes you think they're less than people. It makes them cockroaches. When you say infest like roaches or cockroaches or rats, it's easier to dismiss them. It's easier to hate them. And the Germans did it too in the fucking 30s when they talked about the Jews and the other and everybody fucking else. Don't you see it happening? I've talked about this before. I'm not... I'm just me. I'm not, I'm not, I don't consider myself. This will sound so fucking dumb. And it's the most privileged fucking thing in the world to say. And I understand that, but I'm just me. I don't consider myself a white guy. I don't mean, I'm just, I'm just a fucking dude, man. But I'm, I'm conscious of the fact that I'm a white guy. I'm conscious of the fact that as a 50 year old white man, none of this shit should fucking mean anything to me, but as a human being, it should. But if you want to take it all the qualifiers, well, 50 year old white men are probably safe in this country because they're all the ones who fucking voted for Trump. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm not, I, and I don't, I don't support this. I can't support this as a person. I've told you before in other shows, I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I'm a be coolocrat. Just be fucking cool to one another. You know, I grew up in a school that was racially mixed and I grew up with all sorts of fucking friends. I mean, I grew up with fucking, uh, black dudes and white dudes and fucking Japanese dudes and Mexican dudes and Polish dudes. And all of us, I, I told you my friends are the UN of evil. We got, we got two Polacks, we got fucking, we got a Mexican guy, we got me, we got a couple of Italian dudes, we got fucking another Irish dude. I mean, it, and we never even, it, there was no question. There was no, it wasn't like, oh yeah, these guys are this or they're that, or we got to watch out for that guy or there's the other, or, you know, I was friends with a dude named Kazima Punwala and I didn't even think about it. Now we made fun of him because of his stupid name. Of course we did that. But at the same fucking time, I was friends with a guy named uh, uh, Salvador. From fucking, where was he from? Guatemala. He was from Guatemala in eighth grade. Me, Mark Pruitt, Ron Dagonia, and fucking Salvador from Guatemala. We hung out all the time. And, it, and we, it sure, did, we make, did we tease him because of his accent? Yes. You know why? Because we were dickbags in eighth grade in fucking high school. Or, but we, we just didn't even think about it. It's what you did. And he laughed and he teased us back. 
But I never thought to myself, well, fucking Salvador, oh my God, he's from fucking Guatemala. He's dirty. What is happening in this fucking country? Why are people being emboldened to, to, to fucking go after Mexicans, go after black people? And, and look, by the way, I recognize that this has probably been happening all the time. It's just that now everybody has a goddamn fucking Cecil B. DeMille, Steven Spielberg phone in their hand where they can film the fucking stuff happening and it's brought to our attention and, and we are just fucking besieged by it. We are overwhelmed by it. I saw a clip the other day of a black family trying to swim and have fun in a hotel fucking swimming pool and a guy came out and asked them if they'd taken showers because they might be dirty and they have to fucking get out of the pool. Guy didn't work there. Guy wasn't even a guest in the hotel. Just happened by, I didn't like seeing a black family have fun in a pool. And, and the management came out and then they, and instead of just going, Hey, get the fuck out of here, idiot. Well, they heard him out and they heard his complaints and they said, well, sir, unfortunately we, you know, fuck you. That's way too much. That's way too many fucking adverbs to waste on a cocksucker who showed up and harassed a family. Get him the fuck out of there, man. Like I said, when I was a kid, I, I, I knew fucking Kenny Moore and fucking Darren Chisholm and all these dudes, Chip, or, uh, Chip Moore, all these dudes. And they were just, they were just dudes that you knew. We didn't fucking think, oh my God, Chip Moore's black. No, he was just a fucking cool ass guy. Fucking unbelievable. Who the fuck, who, who, there, there was a story a couple of weeks ago, but it was like an 18 year old kid and he ran over a black guy and his text message. He said, his buddy was just like, yeah, who was it? And he's like, just some N word, LOL. And, uh, and that story was, I think that story was in the news for a day and then it went away. You know why? Because I'm sure Corey Lewandowski called somebody a retard. I mean, I literally, why, why, why else would you fucking cover this story? There's stories every day. There are 10 stories a fucking day that, that, that should, that any other year, any other lifetime would have brought, brought this administration down, would have brought people into the streets rampaging. And that's another thing I'm being told. I got to go into the streets. There's going to be a March for immigration, a March for these kids. And I got to give money and all this. Dude, I, yes, Great. Let's save the country. I want to do these things. I want to do whatever I can as much as I fucking can. But at the same time, I don't want to do a fucking thing. I want to, I want to sit in a yard with my feet in a kid's wading pool in cold water and just bask in the sun and have a Coke. I don't want to fucking spend my life marching and doing shit. And I guess because I have the privilege of being white and American, I never thought that this fucking thing would come back to my shores. And I guess also I just assumed that people knew the Holocaust was a thing that you probably didn't want to fucking repeat. Why are you putting people in cages? Why are you? Th- and, and I guess, and here's the best part again, all this bullshit, this semantic bullshit that becomes a story. Well, you know, they don't like that you use the word cages. Pardon me? Yeah, they, they admit that that's what they are. Uh, but, uh, you know, but they, they prefer you didn't use the word cage. Well, what the fuck am I supposed to say? See through wall? What the fuck? Freedom barrier? Get the fuck out of here with your bullshit. It's a goddamn cage. I got news for you. When guys fight in it, it's a cage. You want to call it an octagon? Go ahead and call it an octagon, but then give these kids a fucking contract and let them fight it the fuck out. I love Stephen Colbert. I, I mean, I love Stephen Colbert. I loved the Colbert report. It was fucking great, but I can't watch his show. I can't because he comes out and he rips Trump and the crowd goes crazy. And it, all it is, is just people jerking off to their own porn. That's all it is. It's literally like watching yourself in a porn and jerking off to it. And trust me, I got a lot of experience with that, boy. I got that happening quite a bit in my fucking life. I mean, that's the thing is on Twitter, I as I hate 
I almost hate the liberal people as much as I hate the fucking conservative asshole bots because the liberal people who keep coming out and saying shit like, ah, you know what? This is the thing that trips them up. This is where we get them, man. This is the thing that takes them down. All those fucking like alt press secretary or alt immigration. There's these, these nameless, faceless fucking accounts that pretend to have an inside look at what's going on in the fucking White House and everybody falls for it and retweets it and goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 man. No. They're not hiding their evil. That's another thing. And you think that you would, people think that we need somebody on the inside to kind of bring us the inner workings of the Trump administration. Hey man, there's no fucking man behind the curtain. They fucking took that curtain down and they sold it. They gave it to fucking Russia. They sold it the fuck off to get as whatever grubby money they could. They put Trump's gold name on it and they fucking sold it off. They had Eric and fucking Don Jr. fly it overseas and use it to choke a rhino and then grind his horns up and sell them to fucking China as a goddamn fucking aphrodisiac. Jesus Christ. There's no man behind the curtain. We know who this fucking guy is. The scary thing that we need to deal with, the scary thing that people really need to fucking deal with is that he is beloved for the asshole that he is. There are people who love the fact that he is a fucking jagoff. They, because you know why they're powerless. And, and look, if you like him, like I said, good for you. I'm not personally attacking you. And if you think I am, that's your problem. But at the same time, congratulations on being fooled by a charlatan. Cause there's no way you can fucking support this guy. No way you can't just, just on the fact, look, I'm not even talking policy anymore. I'm talking to him. He's a bad person. He's a narcissist who gaslights everybody all fucking day. Take it from me. I, you know, I, I've got some experience with being gaslit. Okay. And to see this guy do it to an entire fucking nation, it drives me out of my fucking skull and it sends people off chicken little and they're fighting and they're yelling. And they're like, I can't believe he said that. I can't believe he said that. Yeah. But that's who can't believe anything. Like I said, no more. Whoa, no more. Wow. I can't believe they did that. Really? Is there anything they could do now that you would say, Oh, I can't believe they did that. Corey Lewandowski wop wop a Down syndrome girl. They're putting kids in fucking cages. Now, and now, while all of this shit is going on, while the jacket is happening, while the fucking kids are in cages and all this bullshit, they pass a bill yesterday that's going to make it easier for them to fucking repeal healthcare and come after your Medicaid. And how soon do you think it'll be before they come after your fucking Social Security? They're burning it down. And you're watching it and laughing. You're letting them do it. I'm sorry if you go talk to your parents and they love him or whatever the fuck. Think of your kids. Okay. Be the middle generation. If you're, if your parents are scared of Muslims or whatever the fuck, and maybe you've inherited that, maybe you were raised that way. Maybe you also don't like the other, but at the same fucking time, think of your kids because you know what? They're going to grow up in a world where the other is going, is coming. The other's not going away. I don't give a fuck what you think. You're not going to close the borders. You're not going to put there. There aren't enough cages in the fucking world to catch and release all these fucking kids. And you shouldn't have to do it. And you shouldn't want to fucking do it. You know, he talked about make America great again. He wanted to say America first, which is all fucking borderline Nazi propaganda bullshit anyway. But if he was like a real guy, like who, who really cared about the country instead of burning it the fuck down and stripping it for parts, if he really fucking cared, you know what? Then we've got enough fucking money to not raise the, raise the defense budget budget and build roads, build bridges. You know, Clinton, one of the reasons I voted for him, other than the fact that I was so excited to have a young dude who was actually going to try to be president, it was my first time I could actually kind of vote. Uh, he talked about like a, a United States job corps 
and they were going to bring people in and they were going to hire them and they were going to be, it was almost like a, a new military division where they were going to have these people and just have them work, pay them a living wage or, or a real wage and let them, fuck a living wage. Don't tire of that fucking bullshit. A living wage. What's a living wage? Are you paying enough people to get a can of fucking beans and half a pack of hot dogs? Fuck a living wage. Pay people money. You've got money. We all have money to, to, to fucking... To, to spend businesses do, I should say. Not, and I'm sure some small business guy is going to be like, well, you don't know the realities of the tax code. And I, I, you're right. I probably fucking don't. I don't. But pay your employees. If they do a fucking job, pay them. You know, I have to hear all the time about how the economy's turned around and he's made it the best economy in the fucking world. You know, half the fucking people that he's employed are all driving side gigs. They're all doing fucking Uber. They're, people are making money on Airbnb. They're fucking renting. People are renting out their fucking bathrooms. Think about that shit. People are trying to make extra money by renting out their bathrooms. The poor are anyway, or at least the middle class or whoever the fuck. Is there a middle class? I don't even fucking know. But they're renting out their bedrooms. People are actually giving up their own bedrooms so they can make some extra money so they can pay their fucking bills. I was talking to somebody this week and he's like, you know, because I have a friend who might want to stay somewhere or whatever. He's coming to town. I'm like, yeah, he can stay with me for a couple of days or whatever. And, and But in my head, I was just like, Jesus Christ, do I want to give up? I mean, I'll, look, I'll help a friend out, of course. But, uh, but it's, I thought about having a roommate, like in my brain, I'm like, do I want what I want to have a roommate now at 50, uh, especially after being alone for five fucking years. Fuck. No, I don't want that. So do you think, do you think grown people want roommates? Do you think grown people want to have Airbnb guests in their house using their fucking soap? Do you, do you want to walk into your bathroom knowing that some guy from fucking Maine took a shit in it? Fuck that, man. That's fucking awful. I don't want, I don't want a guy from Maine taking a shit in my bathroom. Get the fuck out of here, Maine black bear. Go back to fucking, uh, Bangor or whatever the fuck, but people do it. Because people are hustling to try to make fucking money. You know, when I Uber, I talk to people in the car and they're, they're just like, how often do you do this? And I'm just like, well, you know, I try not to drive during the week, but they come with these bonuses I got to chase because uh, they've got me in the car now six, seven days a week, folks. It's not even a joke because it used to be I would take Monday through Thursday off. I'd drive hardcore Friday and Saturday and then fill in gap on Sunday. Well, now they've got this bonus between three and seven where you get a dollar for every extra ride. And I was doing that pretty hardcore. And I'm like, well, because I need money. You know why? Because I just got a fucking $3,500 tax bill for fuck's sake. In addition to a bunch of travel I got to pay for. And then I thought to myself, man, if I had a job, job. That would be pretty cool. Wouldn't that be great? Like I've, I've actually, and this is me. This is, we're talking about me now. I've turned my brain off. Like I've stopped pursuing things. I've stopped pursuing standup. I've stopped pursuing th- because I want to make money. I want, so I'm out there in the fucking car. I'm driving 40, 50 hours a week now, which is again, you guys work a 40 hour job. I'm not fucking shitting on you guys, but you know how hard it is. And, I, and you're like, well, you're just in the car, dude. You're just, you're just fucking listening to the radio and driving people around. Yeah, I get that. I understand that. It's, it's not a stressful job. I'm not digging fucking ditches, but at the same time, it's a stressful job because I'm in the middle of fucking traffic all the goddamn time. And I never know when I'm going to die because some fucking idiot comes flying out of a goddamn overpass and lands on my fucking car or somebody hit and runs me or somebody throws up on me or somebody takes a fucking poke at me or somebody tries to give somebody head in my car or somebody does Coke or whatever the fuck. Or some woman gets out and takes a shit on the fucking freeway. I got all that shit that's going through my goddamn head. I'm just letting stranger after stranger after stranger in the fucking car, right? It's just a matter of time till somebody takes a swing or fucking shoots me or guts me or something. And I think about it every time I go out. And then I get fucking in the shame spiral. I'm like, well, you know what? You brought yourself to this fucking position, man. This is your thing because you chased a fucking dream. You chased a dream and you tried to get it. And it looks like it's still here. It's kind of, it's flickering. It's flickering in the distance and you still fucking see it. And I'm willing to drive to try to make it fucking happen. But it shouldn't be like that in this country. You know, the, 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 I, I'm, I'm chasing my dream by driving Uber and stuff. These people are chasing their dream by trying to cross the border and do fucking jobs I would never do. I don't want to pick cantaloupes. I don't even want to eat cantaloupes. You think I want to go fucking pick cantaloupes? Get the fuck out of here. These are the jobs these people are getting. 
you know, they're coming over here. They're working in, in, in you know, look, there are sections of Los Angeles that are clearly Mexico. I'm not going to lie to you. You go to East LA, you go to Boyle Heights and shit like that. And they're trying to gentrify them. And unfortunately, then they start moving the families over and they're starting to condense them in these Fox areas. But they're doing that with fucking even poor people who aren't even Mexican. You, do you know how many homeless people we have in fucking Los Angeles? I don't know how many you got by you, but I drive and it's this thing where I'll be downtown and there's beautiful high-rise buildings and bars and gay bars and fucking restaurants. And everybody's having a good time. And you make three left-hand turns and you, you might as well be in a fucking war zone. It looks like fucking Bosnia. There is trash. There are rats. There are tents. There are people. I saw a dude the other day sweeping the sidewalk around his tent. And I just thought to myself, you know, I was tremendously sad, but also fucking yeah, yeah. Take some pride, man. I fucking dug it. I was like, dude, that dude got a broom and he's sweeping up his fucking sidewalk because that's his fucking house. That dude lives in a tent on Mission Boulevard, trying not to die. And people call them a nuisance and a problem. There's so much money in this fucking country that we could use to help these fucking people, that we could help these people coming from other countries. And I mean, do you really want to work in a fucking meat cutting factory? My mom was a meat cutter in a grocery store and I heard fucking horror stories, but do you want to go work on the fucking killing floors and try to cut a fucking pig's throat and and just stand there fucking shin deep in sluice? And pig guts? And hearing animals scream in your fucking head echoing before you every night you go to bed? That's the jobs these people are doing when they come over here. And you don't want them here. You don't want to give them a chance. But honestly, I would love for them to come over here and not have to do those fucking jobs. I, I would love these people to come over. Because again, it, it works in other ways too. We're not letting, you know, yes, these are Hispanic people or, or, or Central American people. They're all coming over, whatever the fuck. And we're keeping them out. We're throwing them in cages. Well, but also we're throwing out fucking Asian people who are at Stanford, professors. We're revoking their fucking, their, their credentials and their visas and sending them away. These are guys who are working on uh, developments that could help this country and make money and help companies break through and maybe make jobs for people. And fuck you're, you're, they're leaving. We left the UN Human Rights Council this week. By we, I don't mean you and I. We, you and I are still in it. But the country, the United States, wound up, they, they left the UN Human Rights Council. And with this weird, like, I'm rubber, you're glue reason of, yeah, um, we, we they're doing too many human rights violations, so we're going to split like we don't want to be. But basically all it is is what it comes down to, Trump doesn't want to be told what to do. Just like when he went to the fucking G7 and he sat there and, and there's that picture of him with his fucking arms crossed and everybody's staring at him. And then he puts out other pictures. He's like, you know, there are other pictures of me and nobody saw them. But if you see, we're all getting along very well. I get along fine with everybody. And then the story comes out that he threw fucking Starburst at Angela Merkel. He fucking threw Starburst. And he said, here, Angela, don't say I never gave you anything. What? What kind of fucking Bowery Boys, New York Mafia bullshit is that? This woman runs a country. She's not some fucking bim. She's not some skirt for you to make fun of. She's not some fucking valet person. You got a tip. He treats Justin Trudeau like a kid. He treats Angela Merkel like a secondhand citizen. I mean, the only one he likes is the Japanese guy because the Japanese guy probably just nods and he's too polite to tell Trump he's a fuckhead. God damn it. What happened? What happened to this world, to this country, to these people? I don't, I don't understand. And here's the thing, because you can run into a bad guy like fucking Trump and you, you've done it. We've all done it. We've run into an asshole and you just be like, what a fucking asshole this guy is. You'll be in a bar and you can't wait to finish your drink or get to the fucking other side. Or you meet a group of people and there's like five cool dudes and then there's one fucking jag off. And you're like, how did this guy even get him with their crew? This makes no fucking sense. That's who Trump is. He's the sore fucking thumb. Unfortunately, he's the sore thumb who has fucking failed upwards his entire goddamn life. And then he surrounded himself with sycophants and worse fucking people. How the fuck do you find worse people than Trump? He did. And they all work for him. Scott Pruitt at the EPA, 
He's got, he's got fucking security. You're the EPA guy. All you got to do is make sure that there's not uh, any exhaust coming out of my fucking tailpipe. And you've got a fucking security round the clock. You've got tactical pants. You're buying you fuck. Get the fuck out of here, man. And now they're, so they're talking about combining like the, and again, I'm, I'm just flying here, but so they're supposedly combining like this, the education department and the environmental department as a way to trim the fat. This is, this is what you get when you get a fucking businessman in there. Cause again, all he's doing is he's busting out this fucking company. He's the Sopranos. He's Tony Soprano. And the rest of us are Robert Patrick and America is our sporting goods store. And he's busting it out the fucking back. He's taking our shit. He's selling it. He's putting his fucking name on the front and he's just going to fucking grind us into dust because we owed and everybody owes and everybody fucking pays. And so he's going to fucking grind us under his goddamn eight fucking thousand dollar boot heel that he doesn't even fucking deserve. And he's going to fucking crush us. And he's got an army of people allowing him to do it. A bunch of fucking yokels who are just, they want a fascist. They want a dictator. They want a daddy. They want a bully. They just want a guy who will trigger the libs or a guy who will push people around. And again, like I said, there's plenty of fucking blame to go around. Chuck Schumer's a fucking ineffectual dick. Nancy Pelosi, I don't want to hear her fucking name ever again. I'll be truly honest with you. Hey, I voted for Hillary Clinton. I don't ever want to hear her again. I understand that she's lurking on the periphery and doing whatever the fuck. I, I think it's doing more harm than fucking good. Because all you're doing is reminding these fucking assholes who support this jagoff that there's another person that they should hate. He did a fucking rally in Minnesota the other day. They're still chanting, lock her up. Yeah, I, I hear you. It's pathetic. It's sad. It's fucking stupid. You won in 2016. Why the fuck are you still bringing it up in 2018? You know why? Because it fucking works. It works for him. He's a narcissist. It fucking gives him a hard on. The only hard on he ever gets all year is when he mentions her fucking name and he gets people chanting. And it gives the fucking crowd something to do. They get to yell locker up and they'll get to pretend because to them, it's a fucking show. These people, it's a reality show because Trump is a reality star. I'm not going to deny the fact that the guy has like, you know, magnetism that, that, that a certain group of people is drawn to that, uh, fake TV strength. Yeah. I was in a room and Chuck Woolery walked in and everybody fucking like perked up and sat up in their seats. Like they were trying to get picked by the bachelor. Chuck Woolery came in to say hi and everybody, oh, oh, we put their magazines down and they fucking got flustered. I mean, I worked on enough television to where when Danny Bonaducci walked in, people of a certain age would be like, holy fuck, that's Danny Bonaducci. And in your mind, you're just like, yeah, it's fucking Danny Bonaducci. But still, there's the cachet of stardom. There's the cachet. Somebody somewhere remembers that person and they go, oh, yeah. Well, Trump was on TV. He's been on TV fucking forever, forever. So to these people, it, you might as well, he might as well be fucking Andy Griffith. You know what I mean? He's just a fucking TV star that they grew up with and they saw and they understood. And, and he's also got that myth of strength because that's the thing that drives me out of my fucking skull. And I've talked about it in here many times. He's got the myth of strength. His kids have the myth of strength. It's like, let them fight. That's like when I talk about Corey Lewandowski saying shit about a wah, wah, you should go, Hey motherfucker. And you should bust him in the face. Like punch him. Like when I, when Ted Cruz got talked shit about at the debates and he's like, he tweeted out something where he's like, Hey man, you're talking about Melania. Well, I'll tell you what, you better watch her. I'm going to spill the beans on your wife. Ted Cruz at the next debate should have walked off of his podium and gotten right in Trump's face and gone, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Because this is what they understand. Because they talk like they're from the streets. They talk like mafia guys. They talk like they're fucking Kaiser Soze and they're going to fucking cut your throat and all this bullshit. But walk up to him. Walk up, body that motherfucker. Somebody should body Trump. And I know you're going to jail and secret service and all that fucking bullshit. But the time to do it was when he was fucking making you look foolish because he did. He made everybody look fucking foolish at the debates. Like, look, I, I completely underestimated this guy because I thought the public would see through it. But instead he was making these guys and everybody's like, oh yeah, he made Ted Cruz look like a fool and Jeb Bush and all these seasoned politicians and Lindsey Graham. And, uh, that's true. 
It's because these politicians are fucking spineless and they'd never run into a guy who was willing to be a fucking complete dickbag to them. A guy who just broke all the fucking rules and was a shithead. And they didn't realize that there was a group of Roman citizens who kind of liked the fact that their Caesar was a bully. And they fucking wanted to watch it happen. And by the time they realized that it was too late, you know, fucking... Marco Rubio's trying to zing him and, and Ted Cruz is trying to zing him. Fuck zinging him. You should have gotten his face. When he talked shit and he said, fucking, what did he say? Rubio's dad killed Kennedy or Cruz's wife was a whore. Whatever the fuck he said, all that bullshit that he said, he fucking, he, he just, you should have bodied him. You should have left your podium and got right in his face and said, say it to my face. Say it again to my fucking face. And if that gets you out of the race, that's fine. But do you, by the way, in this world of idiocracy where everybody's fucking supports muscle, do you know how many people would have supported you for making him back the fuck down? Be, you have the courage of your convictions to get in his fucking chest and go, hey, motherfucker, you got shit to say to me? Say it to me right now. Say it right fucking now. Because this is what they'll understand. Chris Rock said it best. Oh, you're what, when he talks about how black guys get more respect coming out of jail than they do out of college. And he talked about the guy going, oh, you're one of those smarty art N-words, huh? You're one of those smarty art N-words, huh? Well, I got one question for you, Mr. College. I got one question for you, Mr. Books. I got one question for you, Mr. Smarty Art. Can you kick my ass? And there is a segment of this population that's all that matters to them. And those people all voted for this fucking... This terrible fucking guy, this stain on the world. And again, I'm not saying he's the only one. He surrounded himself with garbage. The Democrats are garbage. Can you tell me anybody that can beat him in 2020? I, I, I defy you. Tell me. Tell me. Literally in 2020, all they need to do, they should just run posters of kids in cages. That's all you got to do. And just go, he did this. You would think it would be enough to fire up your base. But you know what? They just had fucking elections here in California. I think only 31% of the people who could vote turned out. Uh, That's not going to get it done, man. That's not going to get it done. And I'm not advocating for you to go vote because at the same fucking time, I'll tell you what, I respect it if you don't want to vote. But don't bitch. I mean, if you you won't vote and you don't want to participate and then you see everything burning the fuck down... Then you don't get to sit there and point and yell. It's like, you know, after all these Bernie Sanders people are going, yeah, well, they fucking iced out Bernie. And so I voted green and all this shit. And hey, man, I'm never going to talk to you about your conscience, whatever the fuck you wanted to do. I mean, there's still guys now I'm friends with on Facebook comedians who have who have they still bring up Obama like and, and these are Democrats. These are guys who are like they're socialist guys and they're Bernie guys. So they keep saying, uh, well, you know, the thing is, Obama did the same thing with the kid prisons. You know, Obama did that, too. And, uh, you know, if Obama would have gone single payer. Yeah, yeah, you're right. All that shit's probably right. But it doesn't fucking put the fire out now. Nobody talks about the fire from three years ago. Remember when we put out that fire three years ago as this building is burning down in front of us? Get a hose. Grab a fucking fire extinguisher. And and truthfully, do I think the American experiment is going to continue? I probably don't. I don't have a lot of faith in it. I don't have a lot of hope. I don't think things are good. I don't think things are going to get better. I, I think things are over, honestly, quite frankly. And, and I don't. I know you don't want to hear this from me. I know you don't fucking care. And also, I'm a fucking comedian. Just do me a favor. Invalidate everything that I just fucking ranted about. You don't fucking care. But everything's falling apart. Civility, everything. Everything is done. I talked down here about Nick DiPaolo a couple of weeks ago. Remember Nick? Uh, I talked about him as a comedian and he's out on tour and all this shit. And, uh, you know, he's, he's become a serious fucking Trump guy and he's anti-Hillary and whatever the fuck. Good for him. Uh, but... He got punched in the face at a comedy club the other day. After a show, a guy came up to him and he said, hey, you know, I thought you were hilarious, but my daughter wants to punch you in the face. And Nick's like, really? Well, I, and then before he could even say anything, this chick punched him in the face. 
Black eye, swelled face. His eye was closing when he took the fucking photo. And uh, and some people cheered and some people were pissed. And, and, and then on Twitter, people are just like, oh, man, you should sue her or kill her. And some people are like, ha ha, you fucking deserved it. And I'm just like, man, fuck all of you people. Fuck all of you people. You don't punch people. You don't hit people. And I know I just said get in fucking Trump's face and body him, but that's when you're trying to deal with a bully. With a bully, you get in his face and you fucking smack him. But maybe this chick thought DePaulo was a bully. Yes, I don't have all the fucking answers, all right? I'm just a comedian ranting on a Thursday night when he should have been ranting all this on Wednesday night. And I put it off and I put it off and I put it off because I knew you didn't want to fucking hear it. I know nobody wants to hear me fucking go off on this because you got the same fucking people doing the same thing on Twitter. The same fucking people doing the same thing on fucking Instagram or whatever the fuck. Everybody's got something to say. Everybody's got a megaphone. That's the problem. I I didn't think you'd want to hear my opinion on this because too many people comment too many people share how many times you've been on fucking facebook now and you see well in regards to this immigration thing hey dude nobody fucking cares you work at jewel you're a fucking grocery clerk how the fuck are we i no one needs you to fucking get, get off your soapbox fake jimmy swagger get off of there with your megaphone nobody needs to hear you and i told you this is the thing that fucking clouds my mind because i go well then why the fuck does anybody need to hear from me well you know why because i'm good at it motherfuckers and this is my fucking job this is the job I have. In the old days, they'd have a jester, and he'd come in and he'd go, ha ha, the king's a dick, blah, blah, blah. he'd play a lute, he'd probably fucking bang some fucking knave in the ass, and then he'd run off and laugh. And everybody would be like, ha ha ha, the jester's hilarious. And then you get away with it, and you steal a couple of pork chops and have a handful of grapes, and then you call it a fucking day. Uh, but unfortunately, now everybody's got the jester hat on. Everybody. It doesn't matter. I see comics trying to be funny on Twitter and they just got like, there's, there's a woman named Desi who I think is really funny on Twitter. Uh, but, but she, does she get a little fucking caught up in it? Yeah, but who doesn't matter? She's always funny. But then you go and read her responses and it's always guys trying to top it. It's always guys trying to, ha ha, I can joke that joke. You know what? I was thinking about my joke that kind of goes along with your joke. Get the fuck out of here, man. Nobody wants to hear you tagging fucking jokes. You're a welder, man. Nobody fucking cares. Again, like I said, the jester gets to come in. He says some fucking jokes. He goes, la da da da, the king's a faggot. And he fucking leaves. And everybody goes, yay. And everybody goes, hey, did the jester just say faggot? I think he might have. And everybody goes, yeah, I think he did. But he's a jester, man. He can totally get away with it. It's like I talked about Franklin Jai has a bit where he's talking about being a comedian. And he's like, uh, everybody thinks you're, he, the thing he resented about being a comedian, he's like, everybody's like, oh, man, you're crazy. You'd eat your own arm. And he's just like, I'm a person. I'm just, I'm a normal person. He goes, but then you're at a party and trying to hit on a girl. And then her boyfriend comes up and you go, hey, man, I'm a comedian. <laughs> I eat my own arm <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> and he used it to get out of it uh, so the jester can say dumb shit and run away but the problem is everybody's got their fucking jester hat and their loot and they're all trying to steal the grapes leave the fucking grapes man the grapes are mine I'm the jester everybody else fucking back off I get to bang the knave I get to eat the grapes I play the loot I make fun of the king and then I fucking run away into the distance and I don't question my job or at least I shouldn't I questioned this one. I was, I shouldn't have done this. I told you I wasn't going to fucking do this. I wasn't going to talk. I wasn't going to run downhill and I wasn't going to make it happen like a fucking psychopath because again, Nick DiPaolo's a jester and a woman punches him in the fucking face. People on Twitter make jokes and everybody tells him to die in a fire. Everything is just, it's just so fucking upside down. And whether she meant it or not, I think Melania's $39 jacket should speak. It certainly speaks for me. Uh, I wish I could stand down. I wish I didn't have to get involved. I wish I didn't have to care about kids in cages. I I, I saw her jacket and said, I don't care. Do you? And, uh, and I don't, I truthfully don't. But at the same fucking time, I have to, you have to, we all have to. Doesn't mean that I have to fucking like it. You guys can get me at Mike and Mike Schmidt
You guys can be my friends at facebook.com slash the 40 year old boy. You can be my friend at twitter.com slash the 40 year old boy. You know, all the social media I just told you was fucking poison and you should avoid. I'm on all of it. <laughs> Idiot. I'm on Snapchat for some fucking reason. Uh, and I'm also on Instagram. Instagram, see, Instagram is safe. You just put up some fucking pictures. Not a lot of shitbags come over there on Instagram. It's all Twitter and all that bullshit. But then again, I haven't, you know, who the fuck am I? I'm nobody. Because I also follow Christy Mack, who's a porn star on fucking Twitter. And uh, I follow Quest Love and I follow these people. There's a tattoo guy I follow named Nikki Hurtado. His, his, his fucking, you know, I, I've thought about getting tattoos and stuff like that, but I would want really amazing tattoos. Like, I don't want to just get some, you know, I don't want to heat up a knitting needle and put MS in my fucking hand. You know, I'm not. I'm in fucking Oz. Uh, but Nikki Hurtado's a guy I followed. He did the Rocks fucking tattoo. He's fucking amazing. But he posted a thing the other day, because again, if you guess what? His last name, Hurtado, guess where he's from? So he posted a thing about how, hey man, this is fucking wrong that we're putting kids in cages and we really need to think about whatever. And dude, his fucking comment section, I didn't even read it because I don't read the comments. I just don't. But I saw his post and then later on his next post was, hey man, my last post got a lot of attention from you guys. I was just trying to say, you know, that I think we should all love one another. And I went... I got to go look. So I went back and looked at his post and like literally the first five responses are like, you know what, man, I fucking like your tattoos, but now fuck this. If you don't like this country, man, I don't know what to fucking tell you. It's like, what, what the fuck is wrong with you? If you don't like this country, get out. Or if you don't like this or whatever, it's just it, all this flag national anthem, fucking garbage bullshit. This country, this country's nothing. This country's land. It's an Island. You were lucky to be born here. If you were born in fucking in Europe or you were born in Brazil or you're born somewhere else, it doesn't mean you're better or worse than fucking anybody else because you live here. You're just a human being. We're all fucking human beings. And I hate to be that guy who closes his show with like, you know, red, white, black, brown, whatever color you are. We're all together in this. We all bleed red. Who fucking cares? But at the same time, that's fucking true. Reach out to somebody and be nice. Help someone. Give someone half a sandwich or a bottle of fucking water or just hi or a smile. Or if you see something happen, step up. If you see a woman getting hassled, step up and fucking make sure that doesn't happen anymore. You see black guys getting fucking hassled, step up. You see white guys getting hassled, jump in. We gotta, we gotta fucking help each other. We have to fucking look out for one another because again, it's, and again, I will tell you, again, I have no faith. It's all burning down. America is over. I think it's finished. I think the experiment is finally done. The fact that we're leaving the Human Rights Council, all this other fucking shit, and me, you know, the fact that the phones and the internet are really shining a light on the fact that there are a lot of fucking white supremacists or at least, you know, white pride or whatever the fuck you want to call them, guys who just think that Muslims don't belong here and they're scared to death of Mexicans and it's like, dude, what the fuck is your problem, man? We're all human beings. Oh, they're trying to sneak into this country and take what I earned and they're going to take my money. Nobody's going to take your fucking money. You know who's taking your money? Fucking Trump. These ass fucks, they're coming for your social security. They're already going to take your Medicaid and your Medicare. This is shit you've paid in for years and years and years. And you pay taxes anyway. You pay sale taxes. You pay, oh, oh, oh my God, sale tax is too high. Oh my God, I can't believe my income tax is so high. It's just, it's the cost of doing business, man. You got to pay for cops. You got to pay for firemen. You got to pay for fucking sidewalks. You got to keep the streetlights on. How do you think they fucking do that? And are politicians skimming off the fucking top? They probably are. That's what I'm saying. Everything's a grift. Everything is a corrupt from the fucking top down. This apple is fucking rotten, man. It's not even an apple anymore. It's just a ball of worms with a stem. But you do your best. And you look out for other people, man. That's what you do. By the way, I'm on Snapchat. I'm on Snapchat and Instagram at Mike40YOB, Mike40YOB. Check me out there. I'm awesome. I'm so great. 
<laughs> Ryan Dirks is the web guy for this show. He does all the web stuff. He's the coolest. Uh, find him at facebook.com slash Ryan Dirks and be his friend. Uh, Giovanni Giorgio Peluso is a great friend of this show. I, I tried to do this show, like I said, Wednesday night, and he was pep talking me via text where I'm like, dude, I, I just, I'm furious. I'm angry. I'm mad. I don't, I don't want to do a comedy show and people don't want to hear me bitch. And he's just like, yeah, we do. We fucking do, man. Go do it. Just do what you do. Just fucking unleash. Just let your hands go and be fucking funny. Just do a bees show. Whatever you got to do. He's just fucking, he's so great, man. He fucking pep talks me and helps me out. Now, did it help Wednesday night? Of course not. I fucking still <laughs> kept convincing myself because my brain, I'll tell you what, man, my fucking brain is a powerful thing. When it convinces me that something shouldn't be done, I'm usually right there. And I'm like, yeah, fuck this. I can't, I can't do it. Cause I, I mean, I'm sure some of you are already unsubscribing. I'm sure some of you are pissed off and you're mad about what I fucking said, but I just, I can't, I, I have to, because I try to both sides things and I try to tiptoe and I try to be cautious because I don't want to hurt people. I don't want to make people upset. I don't want to make people sad. I don't want them to think that I'm coming after them or I'm singling them out. I respect you. I, I, I admire you for listening as long as you have. I like the fact that you like me and you like the show, but I can't be afraid to say what I fucking want to say if I think I'm going to hurt people with it because that's kind of what I do. The jester, the loot, the grapes, all that fucking bullshit, banging a knave in the ass. You heard me. I was talking about it earlier. Um, you knew I was a scorpion, right? Everybody out there knew I was a fucking scorpion. We talked about that several times. Uh, all right. So, uh, Gio is the coolest. He tried to talk me down via text and, and he really helped, uh, all the time. He helps with a bunch of stuff. He actually built the YouTube channel, which I've told you guys about many a time, but also in addition to that folks, he is, uh, the guy doing all of, uh, the, the media work, mass media work for us. And he's, uh, you can find him at facebook.com slash Giovanni Giorgio Peluso. Yeah, and that's all one word, Facebook, facebook.com slash Giovanni Giorgio Peluso. And he's also on Twitter, and I think Giovanni Giorgio Peluso. Uh, but he's also got podcasts you can listen to, man. He's got his Get It On podcast, the Geo Get It On podcast. And then he's also got the uh, uh, the Outdoors FAQ podcast, which is out there. And he does all the Loveline stuff. So if you want to see Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew having a discussion about labias, then by all means, tune into whatever the fuck Geo's got going on, because he's the man, and he will fucking make it clean and pristine. <sighs> David Max Hernandez, that's our man. Uh, if he can't do it, no one can. And there, there's been no statement more true in this show than that. David does everything for this show. He does all the music. He does all the artwork. Uh, and he's just the fucking coolest. He's my consigliere. He's my great friend. And he's the, the partner in crime. He's been there from the beginning. He'll be there till the end. Uh, you can find him at facebook.com slash David Max Hernandez and be his friend, please. He would love it. So would I. He's looking for friends. He's always looking for friends. Uh, but if you want to get him to do the artwork, like I mentioned, he does all the artwork for this show. Uh, it, now this week, again, like I said, I'm using some images that he sent me ahead of time, because again, when I fucking don't do the show on time, he can do only certain things and I can't contact him and go pay me something in an hour. It's fucked. So, uh, but you've seen all of the work he's done over the years. If you want him to do work like that for you, you can find him at artbydmh.com. That's A R T B Y D M H.com. Uh, he does all sorts of custom artwork for you, whatever you want painted. He's done our friend, Justin in Phoenix has painting a painting on the wall of his dogs. Uh, he's done profiles like for our friend Catherine and her husband. He went ahead and did a painting for their wedding because Ty ordered it. Vavoom. And uh, all sorts of people have ordered all sorts of cool things. He does. Well, he's also got his uh, Valscapes. He's got his Guy Cons. Uh, he's got a Jimi Hendrix painting that was badass. He's got all sorts of cool ass stuff. He's got a Pacino painting. He's got a De Niro painting. Uh, I think he's got a painting of De Niro saying, fuck you, Trump, at the Tony Awards, because that was very risky, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> I think I talked about that last week. I'm not going to get into it. Um, 
Anyway, the point is, folks, David Hernandez is at ArtByDMH.com. And if you want to do custom artwork for you, if you want him to paint you or paint you not listening to this show anymore because you didn't like the content of it, whatever you want to have him on board to do, you can get him and he will do it. He will paint whatever you ask as long as you meet his price at ArtByDMH.com. That's A-R-T-B-Y-D-M-H dot com. You're listening to The 40-Year-Old Boy and later Takedown, the only political podcast that brings you the truth. This is Takedown. Takedown. I love this thing. Tonight on Takedown, Sarah Palin. Tonight we take down Sarah Palin and ride her like a horse. Tonight on Takedown, we take down Sarah Palin's shirt and fondle her boobie. We take down Sarah Palin, we each grab an ankle and make a wish. Takedown. She's in studio. Takedown. 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 Two political animals with an appetite for facts. Takedown on the Mike Schmidt Podcasting Network. Here's something I haven't said in uh, forever. Want to remind you folks about the Monday Night Tease, although it's not every Monday night anymore, but I will tell you this, Jill, uh, Jill Lily is doing a show. Uh, that's right. She's doing a, a, she's putting on a tease, like a, uh, like graduates of her, her school of burlesque and then old favorites. And it's July 3rd. Am I right? Is that a Tuesday or no, July 2nd? Uh, I should have probably gotten the date squared away before I came to you and told you about this, but you can find it on Lily's page and write her for information. Tickets are available at Brown Paper Tickets, but she's got all sorts of cool-ass dancers there, and this is at the three clubs on Vine at Santa Monica. See, I just I just need a placeholder or something to talk about and say this kind of thing, uh, if you've even made it so far. But she's So that's the thing, man. She's putting on some shows per, uh, periodically where she's producing them. And you should check it out. If you're in Los Angeles, buy a ticket. Come on out. Uh, I will not be in town for this show. It's the week I'm going to Cincinnati. But uh, but still, if you're in town in Los Angeles, you want to go ahead and have fun with burlesque, that's the thing to do. Go to the uh, the Monday Night Tees Revisited. I forget what she's calling it. I probably should have looked this up. But again, uh, it, you know, it's late. It's late Thursday night, early Friday morning, and I need to get this fucking show posted for fuck's sake because I told people it would be up by Friday morning and here we are chatting. Uh, so please, Lily's doing that, but you can find out if you go on Lily's page, you can find all the fucking information or go to the Monday Night Tees page, I believe, and you find all the information. If you're in Los Angeles, go to that show. It should be fun. It should be amazing. And, uh, you'll be in the same room as Lily. And, and you know, that's, I can tell you, that's a magical experience. So go ahead and get tickets and check that out. Who wants to be an Uber driver? You, you, you made me on that. Who's going to do it? Weinberg, you, uh, who wants to be a Lyft driver? Is it you? If you want to be a Lyft driver, then you should use the code Mike seven, two, double O five, seven. That's all caps. M I K E seven, two, double O five, seven, and be the Lyft driver. You've always wanted to be. And you want to be an Uber driver. Go ahead and use the code all lowercase D J Z W one Y T T U E. That's D J Z W one Y T T U E drive for Uber drive for Lyft. Uh, drive for both. There won't be a rift. Go ahead and have fun and take people around and make a ton of dough. And then I get some money. I want to be your Uber pimp. I want to be your Lyft pimp, baby. And uh, I'll just say this to you. Get out there, get behind your wheel, and bitch better have my money. So go and earn. Earn. You better earn. Uh, there's announcements of things that are coming up, folks. I don't know if you know this. I'm going to be in Cincinnati in two weeks. Uh, that'll be, well, I'm, I'm all right. I'm doing a show J- July 7th. Saturday at the Clifton Performance Theater in Cincinnati. Tickets are available at brownpapertickets.com, I believe it is. Uh, some people from Canada are coming to the show, which is fucking amazing. That's so cool. Um, I'm trying to stifle a yawn because it's late Thursday, early Friday. Fuck, I just talked right through it. I'm sure my voice sounded different. Cincinnati, oh hi. Clifton Performance Theater at, on 7-7. 
In the daytime, I'll be doing a uh, Spartan sprint that I may die during. Uh, Colette and I were talking today, as a matter of fact, and she's like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm a little worried about the Spartan sprint. And I said, I'm really fucking worried because, again, it, I thought it was like a 5K, which is three miles, but it says anywhere from three to five miles. Dude, I mean, I don't. I couldn't do that in a fucking car. Like three, I can ba- I can barely pull off because I've been lifted. I'm strong, but I'm worried because I don't do any cardio. And if it's going to be uphill for five miles, I'm going to be fucking, I'm going to faint. Uh, so there's a chance I might not make the show in Cincinnati, but still buy a ticket because it'll cover funeral costs. That's the most important thing. Cincinnati, July 7th at the Clifton Performance Theater. Show is there. I'm going to be there doing uh, whatever I do and talking and telling you all sorts of cool things. You know, I'm probably going to just do this show verbatim because this is what I'm taking on the road, man. This is the kind of stuff people want to hear in the clubs these days. That's what got Nick DiPaolo punched. <laughs> uh, so buy a ticket for that. It's July 7th. It's coming up. It's in two fucking weeks, man. And, uh, and I can tell you this. Plenty of tickets are available. So please make the scene. Uh, you want to see me somewhere else on the other side of the country? I'll be in Seattle. The Jewel Box at the Rendezvous. Uh, Thursday, August 9th and Saturday, August 11th, uh, Thursday, August 9th. It's the political vigilante, me. And of course, Graham Elwood, who's awesome. And he's going to be closing the show. Now I'm doing all topical material to start the show. And I've just decided I probably won't be doing topical material. I'm just going to play this week's show through a speaker and just stand there next to the microphone and see what happens. Who knows? Uh, but the political vigilante show, we've sold some tickets for that on Thursday, August 9th. And then Saturday, August 11th, uh, I'll be closing it up with some uh, stand up. Sorry, I yawned again. Fuck, I was doing so well. Uh, Stand-up and storytelling on Saturday, August 11th. And uh, and come check us out. It'll be fun. Tickets are on sale. BrownPaperTickets.com for us as well. For Cincinnati and for Seattle. Put in my name. You'll get all the dates. Uh, but come out to the shows in Seattle on Thursday and then Saturday. And like I said, in uh, in Cincinnati, if you're a Patreon person who subscribes for over $10 a month, uh, free ticket, man. You can get into the show for free. Uh, I'll, I'll let you in. You'll put you on a list. Because again, as I've mentioned... Plenty of tickets are available for all of these shows. So please grab a ducket, come in and check it out as I sit there and I shout into the void with my friend Graham in Seattle and Solo in Cincinnati. Uh, or we could just go see Solo in Cincinnati. What do you say? I mean, we, believe me, right now, we've, we've got enough people that could fit in a couple of cars and then we could just go to the movies. Let's just cancel that show in Cincinnati. Uh, hey, Canada, you guys want to come all the way to Cincinnati just to go to a movie? Of course you do. We'll just have a barbecue at, uh, at uh, fucking Colette's house. All right, so here's the deal. I'm on the Cameo app, which is Cameo.com, and uh, you can put the app on your phone and book me to yell at your cousin, whatever the fuck they got going on these days. Uh, But I'm out there. I'm ready to go. You want me to shout at somebody? By all means, hire me via the Cameo app, and uh, and I I would love it. Hey, you know we have a Patreon? Did I ever mention that on this show? I think I have. Uh, There's a Patreon page. If you become a patron, oh, my Christ, that would be so great. I think I just mentioned this in regards to the Cincinnati show, right? Uh, Be a patron. Be a patron of Patreon. Uh, Plenty of involvement coming up with video stuff and me talking and doing more. Because when I did this live Facebook thing, I was like, fuck, man, I need to do more of this because I love engaging people and talking. Of course, I don't have nearly as many people engaged on Patreon. Oh, my. Hold on. The glass in my table just almost fell out. All right. Hold on. Fixing. All right. Good. Uh, (laughs) What a professional fucking show here at the end. Um because I got to be honest, I'm really proud with how this went because I was worried. I was going to put up a fucking rerun and duck out and I was just going to talk because I was like, nobody wants to hear me talk about shit. And uh, and look, you may still not want to hear me talk about shit, but I just fucking, I had to vomit rage all over you for a while. I do apologize for that. I don't fucking apologize. Fuck you. It was great. Uh, fuck you seem strong. You never really said that. You're a ghost and I'm yelling at you. Uh, but the point is... Uh, I will be at the at the fucking show in Cincinnati and Seattle, and I have a Patreon page, and uh, and that's that. Patreon is good. 
please go ahead and sign up for that. That would be fucking cool as hell. And like I said, more engagement is coming. I swear, I promise. Uh, did you ever go to our website, MikeSchmidtComedy.com? Sure you have. If you haven't, you should go and check out the Joe Business page. All sorts of stuff is there lurking for sale. But also, in addition to that, there's an Amazon link. That's very important. If you use the Amazon link, it truly helps the show, and it doesn't cost you a fucking dime, man. You're on the Amazon, or you're on the, the Joe Business page. Click on the Amazon link. It takes you right to Amazon. You do some shopping. We get money. They get money. You get stuff. It works out perfectly, folks. And that's exactly what you want to do because it doesn't cost you a dime, man. We get money, they get money, you get stuff, we get a taste of the gig up in Lake Wazapamani. I'm gonna that's gonna be a reference every single time I mention this. Uh but yeah, so you should go ahead and do that. Use the Amazon link, and some people are. Our friend Bill just used it for a shower, kilt Bill. And, uh, and some other people have used it for some other things. Thank you so much for thinking of me. Some people use it at work. Some people use it at home. Uh, just using it really helps the show. So thank you so much for using the Amazon link on the website. Go to Joe Business page on the MikeSchmidtComedy.com website. Click on the Amazon link, and then you're lurking in Amazon, and we get a taste of it. Thank you. We appreciate it very much. Uh, and, uh, where else am I going to be? Have I mentioned Cincinnati? I have. Have I mentioned Seattle? I have. Uh, if I mentioned Uber, I have, have I mentioned I'm driving Uber? Perhaps I'll pick you up. That's all. You know what? If you come to Los Angeles, uh, order an Uber. I might show up. We'll do it that way. Just like Cincinnati, Cincinnati and Seattle, you can buy tickets with Uber. All you gotta do is punch the fucking button. It might be me. Now, look, I gotta be honest. There's probably another 30,000 guys who might pick you up, but there's always the chance it could be me. Uh, they have Uber in fucking New York. And I, I heard this story this fucking week. There's a guy in New York. He's got an Uber. He's an Uber driver. And he, uh, he got fired because, uh, two women started kissing in his car and he kicked them out. Now, uh, first of all, I don't know how the fuck Uber fires anybody because it's independent contractors. That's the whole point. There's, you can't fire us. I mean, I guess you can remove us from the platform technically, but, uh, but this dude, like, what do you... Because again, I've told you, I've had people try to suck cock in my car. I've, I've had all sorts of stuff happen in my car. I have other things I probably shouldn't tell you. Some things I couldn't tell you. But uh, but I've had stuff happen in my car that's uh, a bit of a coin flip. And I always, look, I always go, look, guys, you, you probably shouldn't do this, ma'am. <laughs> you know what I mean? You should probably take that guy's the head of his cock out of your mouth, ma'am. Uh, I saw you duck down in the mirror. I know what's going on back there. I can hear it. And again, all those women, who all those women, it's happened like three times. But the people who do it, they want to be caught. They want me to see. That's the whole point. And I think these chicks were probably just having fun. They were out drinking, whatever the fuck, and they started making out. And then this is a guy uh, who, and I, I, I don't know if it was against his religion or what the fuck. And, and I, I guess it happened too with two gay guys got kicked out of the car. Wait, what the, just don't kiss anybody in somebody else's car, I guess. I mean, I look, I'm all for people making out. I like, uh, I, look, I love love. Don't you love love? We all love love. My baby loves love. My baby loves love. She's got what it takes and she knows how to use it. I'll tell you that. But the important thing is, I guess, because again, I, I guess it's hypocritical for me to say, hey man, let chicks make out in your car because I had a chick going down on a guy. But then here's the thing. That always happened. When it happened, I was uh, in a relationship. So I didn't want to be in a car where somebody was fucking going down on somebody because then it's just, that's like cheating and weirdness and I'm watching and it's just strange. So I'd have to go, hey, fucking stop, man. But also at the same time, I don't want anybody blowing anybody in my car because they fucking, uh, look, I've been blown in a car, all right? And, uh, you know, if, if your partner's not exactly skilled at making sure she's catching all of your pop flies, if you know what I'm talking about, uh, if the fire hose is pointed in the wrong fucking direction, 
then uh, then I got then the Camry is filled with goo, and nobody wants a Camry filled with fucking goo. And also, you're behind me. I take a fucking a couple of pops in the back of the head, Oswald style. Fuck that, man. I don't want to have somebody from the grassy knoll launch a fucking zygote into my ear just because some chick couldn't swallow. Fuck that, man. That's what I'm saying. So making outs just seems harmless. They're just swapping a little spit in the back seat and it's a couple of tongue wrestling, and that's fine. And everybody's amorous. But I mean, if you're giving head in my car, there's a good chance because again, like I told you, the fucking by year two, I told a story about a point where I was I glazed my own face like a goddamn candle. It was fucking brutal. So that could happen if this chick goes down on you and all of a sudden she decides she's not going to fucking swallow and she pulls out and points at me and then I get fucking blam blam to the back of the fucking head. I mean, I'm just going to hurt a lot of people at that point. I'm going to crash into a fire hydrant. I'm going to fucking smack somebody. Somebody's going to get fucking schooled. Yeah. 